really wanted to focus on that clarity as you talked about. And I think something that's really unique to the portrait of a graduate in the Oak Ridge schools is that our portrait is pre-K 12. We have aligned everything from pre-K all the way through elementary, middle, and high school. And then we don't want this just to be a shiny handout that we can give to people. We're developing a five-level metric scorecard behind this portrait that will show us what those key performance indicators are so that we can measure our success as we work on this portrait and, and help develop our students. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast. I'm your host, Janet Pilcher. Thanks for having a desire to be your best at work and help your organization achieve success. This podcast is all about actions we can take to improve workplace culture and achieve results, and they're all aligned to our nine principles for organizational excellence. Today, we'll start a new interview series featuring leaders who will present at our upcoming annual leadership conference, What's Right in Education. You can get to know our speakers, view the agenda, and register at studereducation.com events. We hope to virtually see you there. One of the bold leaders who will be joining us at the conference to share Oak Ridge School District's portrait of a graduate is Dr. Bruce Boitchers. Bruce has served as Oak Ridge Superintendent since 2013. Since joining Oak Ridge, the school district has received the top spot on the niche rating which ranks Oak Ridge schools the best school district out of 126 ranked in the state of Tennessee. Superintendent Boisters was also selected as the 2020 Regional Superintendent of the Year by the Tennessee Organization of School Superintendents. One of the eight regional winners will represent Tennessee by exemplifying leadership for learning, communication, professionalism, and community involvement. Prior to joining Oak Ridge, Bruce was superintendent of the Rockwood School District. He has also served as an associate superintendent, principal, assistant principal, and guidance counselor. Dr. Boitchers earned a PhD in educational policy and administration from the University of Minnesota and started his education career as an elementary physical education teacher in Sioux City, Iowa Community School District. It's an honor to have Bruce Boitchers on the show today to give us a preview into the portrait of a graduate and share his leadership. So glad to welcome Bruce to our show today. Welcome, Bruce. So glad to have you with us. Thanks so much, Janet. Glad I can be here and and, uh, to have a great discussion with you. Absolutely. So let's start off, if you would, Bruce, and tell our listeners a little bit about Oak Ridge School District and, and your community. Yeah, great. I, I always appreciate this opportunity because uh, Oak Ridge and the community has such a, an interesting history. Oak Ridge is called the Secret City. It was built in secret back in 1943 during World War II. And their job was to produce uranium to develop the atomic bomb. So this, oh entire, yeah, this entire community was built in secret. And, and it's, we still today are home to the world's fastest supercomputer at the Oak Ridge National Lab. And then, of course, Y-12 is still in existence, which has the country's stockpile of weapons-grade uranium. So I say that because it, it makes our town and community of 30,000 very extraordinary. So we have some of the best and brightest students in the country. And at the same time, we still have students that are worrying about where their next meal is coming from. Wow. So, so just a very diverse student body, and, and we have about 
4,700 students and located in East Tennessee next to Knoxville, Tennessee in the Smoky Mountains. So that's yeah. a little bit about, uh, about our community and who we are. And I'm sure a beautiful place. Yeah, Bruce, yeah, it, really, you know? it really is. Yeah, all year long. It's love being here and, and very proud of uh, East Tennessee. That's wonderful. I didn't know it's a secret city. So that's good to know. So I mean, I've heard a lot about this. You've had a collective commitment as you've advanced your strategic plan, you know, beyond 2020. And uh, we've talked about it on our team that you've developed the, the portrait of a graduate and you've involved teachers and families in doing so. So can you tell us a little bit about what that is and what that means to you all? Yeah, you know, we like most districts, we had had a couple of strategic plans and we tried tying some of those things together and I'll talk about that in a little bit. But really when, when you think about what we're really trying to do with the students that we have in our school system, and it goes beyond just standardized tests, it goes beyond assessment. You still need all those things. We still need to look at that data and, and strive to increase those numbers. But we really looked in the mirror and, and said, what do we really want when our graduate walks across that stage? When we hand them that diploma, what kind of student do we want to produce and, and to be able to go out and be successful? So as you said, we, we uh, surveyed our staff, we surveyed our families, and we really talked to our business community in the chamber as well. As we all know, there's a lot of skills and attributes that are being talked about out there. And uh, some of those, if you look at the World Economic Forum, you'll see that they put out skills you need to thrive in 2025. If you don't have some of these skills, it becomes much more difficult for our students to be successful. I'll talk more about this in our portrait, but we focused in on after gathering all that information from our stakeholders on the four C's, like many people have done, but that's critical thinking, creativity, communication, and collaboration. But I can't emphasize enough how important it was to ask our staff, ask our families, and, and really up front, it's that whole philosophy of, you know, go, go slow to go fast. And yeah. we really took that time to make sure we had captured what our community wanted for their students. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, that's great. So, you know, not only did you look at what's ahead of us in terms of the future workforce, so to speak, but just getting insight from the community and, and feedback in that process so that they have ownership in that, Bruce. I think that's really significant. So that's really nice work there. So let's talk a little bit more about that graduate and the portrait of the graduate. What are some of those key competencies that you want to instill in your students? Yeah, yeah, I'll start off with, you know, just from a 70,000 foot level, uh, our portrait really is about continuous improvement and achieving excellence in education. It's a strategic framework for learning that envisions our future and sets strategic goals to realize that future. And the overall vision for the portrait is that we want all students to be prepared for college, career, and life success. So that that is our vision for the portrait. And Unlike some of our other strategic plans, we still have a strong focus on college and career readiness success indicators, but also have added some life-ready success indicators. That's great. Our, our five big buckets are college and career ready, the four C's, as I've mentioned already, career options, being a digital citizen, and then the life-ready skills. So, and what better time to be talking about life-ready skills with everything our students have been through this last year and a half. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I don't, you know, that's, you couldn't have probably anticipated that, but you know, the aligned plan, I'm sure goes nicely with it. You know, and I think Bruce a little bit, you know, I'm on the other side to that. We're on the other side. We hire, you know, people who are getting their first, first jobs. And I work a little bit with higher ed as well. And I'm like, you know, we need people with their graduates with good skills, but boy, they, they have to have, you know, versatility in the way that they're able to build agility in the work that they do and, you know, manage to that. So, um, you know, and the digital piece is extremely important. So, I mean, just it, it's, it's going to be such a great continued conversation on what is that really going to mean and how do you prepare your students for the future? You know, so I, I, um, I know it probably brought unity and clarity to your strategic plan and, and, um, and you know, how have you seen that your students and teachers respond to that plan? Because they're the ones front and center. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we, this was great timing for our work with Studer, uh, with Joanne Sternke originally, and then now Tim Rosdeck. It really brought together a couple of the different plans that we had. We had something called the Seven Keys to College and Career Readiness, and then Oak Ridge 2020. So we combined those two plans and put them into the portrait work, and it truly is something that our staff owns. We, we really wanted to focus on that clarity, as you talked about, and I think something that's really unique to the portrait of a graduate in the Oak Ridge schools is that our portrait is pre-K-12. Mm. Uh, many portrait of a graduate's kind of focus on the high school. Yeah. Those indicators are. We have aligned everything all the way from pre-K all the way through elementary, middle, and high school. So we feel it's pretty unique as far as portraits that are out there. And then the other piece on clarity is, you know, we, we don't want this just to be a shiny handout that we can give to people. We, we're developing a five-level metric scorecard behind this portrait that will show us what those key performance indicators are so that we can measure our, our success as we work on this portrait and, and help develop our students. And those metrics, Bruce, go down, I mean, all the way from K, pre-K through 12. I mean, those are the metrics of the alignment there. They do, yeah. We're, we're pretty excited about it, actually. We're, we're almost there. With that scorecard, we should should have that finalized here by uh, Christmas. That's our goal. And very excited about where that can take us. And a lot of times in my experience, it's not so much the end product of that scorecard. It's all of the discussion that happens to create that scorecard. That's right. Everybody on the same page, understanding the metrics and why we're using those metrics to judge our performance. Yeah, that's right. Because when people ask, you know, how do we get buy-in? What you're talking about right now is exactly how you get buy-in. You don't have to, you don't have to force buy-in. People are bought in because they're part of that process and that conversation. You know, and, and I know you're going to be presenting at What's Right in Education. So on this topic, so I look forward to seeing how the outcomes, what the scorecards look like and how you all have, have brought that to life. Um, I'm going to change the subject just a little bit and just appreciate the work that you all have done on building that portrait of the graduate and with your strategic planning and continuous improvement efforts. Um, but I'm going to focus a little bit more, Bruce, just talking about leadership. And I know just from conversations I've had with our colleagues, people have great regard for you. So, you know, what, what experiences as we continue to go through challenges, you and I were just talking about that before we started the podcast, as we continue to go through those challenges, what have you taken with you from those experiences to handle, you know, those challenges? 
Yeah, you know, I, I really think uh, this piece, I, I don't think any one of us got into education to be a politician. Yeah. And, and, you know, the, 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 the political world out there, especially now in our time of, of COVID and, and many, many other things has, I mean, it's made some challenges for all of us. So I, I think the biggest thing I've learned through that is, you know, just trying to keep open lines of communication uh, with our local state and federal representatives and, and sharing with them how their decisions impact us here, here in, in our community. And I, I don't think you can overemphasize communication enough. In absence of that, you know, people like to make up what the data yeah. is. So, so in <laughs> yeah. absence of information, people make up what they want to believe. So you really cannot communicate enough. So if there's something I've learned there is, you know, we just have to continue to get out the message that we need to get out, share the good work that's happening and, and communicate as much as possible. I was just having a conversation with a, a colleague this morning and, you know, it was, it was just that Bruce, how do you, how do you get ahead of it? Right. You know, you, if you ever get behind the communication, you feel like you're just, you know, chasing your tail the whole time. Right. You know, and um, so it's just, it's that proactive communication that you're talking about and staying ahead of it. So, you know, just, just that focused attention is really important. So as we close today, you know, can you share with our listeners, one characteristic of bold, le bold leaders like you, like yourself, and why that characteristic is so important for leaders today. That's the theme of our conference. So, you know, what does that bold leadership mean to you? Yeah, I, I had a hard time coming up with one word here, but I, I'll give you a saying that I use here in the Oak Ridge schools. And, you know, you have to be a champion for students. And I, and I have a saying, a saying, and sometimes it's not always well received, but it goes like this. I make decisions based on the need of students, not the comfort level of adults, myself yeah. included. So my point being there is we've got to stay laser-like focused on students, what's best for them. And the adults are the ones that have to adapt and change to these students that walk through our doors. And sometimes that's difficult. Uh, sometimes that that's difficult. But what we don't confront, we condone. And I believe we have to have everybody rowing in the same direction and uh, making decisions that are in the best interest of our students. So I guess that's what I would, would, leave, would leave you with, Janet, is just a yeah. laser-like focus on doing what's right for students, even when it's hard. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and gosh, Bruce, our students need us more than ever right now, you know. Absolutely. absolutely. You know, just more than ever. And I... Um, you know, I think what you've done with your strategic plan, the conversations you've had about building the portrait of a graduate um, and just the leadership that you continue to provide to your district, to the families and the students and your employees, you know, just indicate how committed you are to to students. And uh, again, they need us more than ever. And I know that your school district is in a great position with you. So thank you so much for being connected with us today and sharing your story. And I look forward to, to your uh, presentation at What's Right in Education. We're looking forward to it. Thank you, Janet. Absolutely. What an incredible story, seeing a portrait of a graduate and the great work that's gone into Oak Ridge School District in building out that portrait of a graduate and staying true to providing the best opportunities for their students.
And also, I really enjoyed the leadership tips that Bruce provided to us today. And as you can see from the great work that he's done and the recognitions that he's received, he is a star leader and a great model for all of us to follow. I'm so glad that Bruce will be joining us and being a presenter at What's Right in Education on October 27th and 28th. So to learn more about our upcoming virtual events and What's Right in Education, please visit studereducation.com slash events. As always, I thank you for tuning in to Accelerate Your Performance. Please let us know what you think. You know, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or find us on social media or you know, just connect with us. We'd love to hear from you. If you're looking for more resources related to today's episode, head over to studereducation.com slash podcast. I look forward to connecting with you next time as we continue to focus on the nine principles for organizational excellence so that we can be our best ever. Have a great week.